Iowa is a podcast highlighting innovators and leaders across the state of Iowa. It's hosted by the Technology Association of Iowa, an organization that serves as the uniting force for Iowa's technology community. Visit technologyiowa.org to learn more about how to get involved. My name is Beth Trejo, and I'll be your host for today's show. Today, I'm so excited for our guest. We have Dr. Fatima Tor, Vice President and Chief Operating Officer at Firefly Photonics in Coralville. So great to meet you. And um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm really interested to know about you and your business um, and just have a great conversation today. Thank you, Beth. Uh, so yeah, I can tell you that, uh, uh, you know, I started uh, my education in uh, tech. So basically, I got a, B- a bachelor's degree in engineering science and physics from Smith College in Massachusetts, and then went on to get a PhD in electrical engineering from Princeton. Uh, then I did a couple of academic postdocs and moved into industry. I came to Iowa as a training spouse where my husband was offered a position at the hospital uh, as a bone marrow transplant specialist. And I interviewed for a faculty position at the university in the electrical and computer engineering department and was hired after a competitive process. The reason I got got involved with Firefly was because um, I wanted to continue my affiliation with the industrial world since I care about the commercialization of technologies we develop in our lab. And uh, I moved from an industry job to Iowa uh, from Boston, where I was evaluating startups for large corporations. So, uh, you know, being part of a startup was definitely something on my radar. I was um, affiliated with a Massachusetts-based startup, too. um, uh, And, you know, then I partnered with uh, Professor John Pernius of the physics department at the University of Iowa to co-found Firefly Photonics. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about Firefly and the problems that you guys solve, especially for people that are listening that may not be um, completely immersed in technology, but maybe just interested. Sure. Yeah. So Firefly uh, Photonics is developing innovative heat generating light sources such as LEDs and lasers. So our LEDs uh, are not your typical LEDs where you can see the light that they are generating. Uh, They're in the infrared, which is basically the heat spectrum. And uh, we have expertise both in developing LEDs and lasers uh, in this infrared region uh, of the spectrum and light spectrum. And then uh, the applications, so we are heavily funded by the defense um, industry. And uh, we also are uh, targeting applications like healthcare and environmental monitoring industries. So you guys make the technology that powers larger equipment or is it standalone? That's a good question. So we actually develop what uh, are called megapixel arrays. So you know your computer screen has a certain resolution and it has a certain number of pixels. But again, you know, if you have an LED screen, uh, which it would be made out of the red, green, blue LEDs, mm-hmm. uh, it would have a certain um, you know, a number of megapixels or millions of pixels. We make similar kind of pixel arrays but uh, again, in the end for the infrared LEDs, so made out of infrared LEDs. So we, that's really our specialty is to develop these mid-infrared uh, megapixel arrays, which is not trivial. And we are really, I think, one of the only sources for the Department of Defense for these megapixel arrays. We partner with uh, a group at the University of Delaware that develops the electronics to drive these megapixel arrays. Uh, but yeah, so the idea is that uh, we generate these megapixel arrays for uh, thermal scene projection, uh, looking at thermal scenes uh, for the defense industry. But as a company, we are 
definitely thinking about uh, and developing prototypes, by the way, on uh, just single element LEDs that are in the infrared region uh, for applications uh, in healthcare environmental monitoring. Awesome. So tell me a little bit about your company, how many employees you guys have. You said that um, it's located in Coralville. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. So we, uh, our office is based in Coralville. We have regularly have meetings there as well. And our engineers have office space there. Uh, but the lab facilities that we use are on the University of Iowa campus. Uh, we have basically signed agreements with the University of Iowa that allows us to use the facilities here to develop these LEDs and test them in the labs uh, with the, you know, we pay a fee for that use. And um, we are nine employees. So we are two co-founders, John and myself. We have a CEO, uh, Mike Jones, who's a veteran of Rockwell Collins. He worked there for 30 years and he's been a great addition to our team. Uh, we also have um, a CFO, Teresa uh, and Vitalse, who's who is an MBA and a very accomplished accountant, uh, who manages our accounting, and then we have three full-time engineers and uh, one, uh, you know, business specialist uh, staff. Awesome. And how do you find your employees? Um, uh, and obviously, the the university is great to have, kind of right near back door. But um, how do you not only, you know higher for the needs that you have, but also for like creative mindsets and diversity in thinking and, you know, bringing all um, different types of individuals to the table? Yeah, that's a good question. So we uh, use, we asked our students, where do they go to apply for jobs? And we heard that Indeed was the most popular job site that they uh, go to. So that's actually where we post our uh, positions. Uh, you know, the, if you have an opening, uh, that's where we, so we really search for uh, individuals uh, nationally, uh, you know, and uh, we have people, uh, one of our engineers is from, uh, you know, Minnesota, he got a degree in Kansas, uh, and uh, yeah, so we, we basically look for talent, not just in Iowa, but across uh, the country, uh, yeah, through Indeed, basically. Awesome, and obviously as you're talking to these people, um, you yourself not originally from Iowa and coming here, you said from Boston, is that correct? You moved yes. here from Boston. So how do you describe the the culture of Iowa and just Iowa to somebody, maybe a potential candidate or just um, someone from the outside? Um, you know, obviously there's stereotypes here as in any other location, but how do you convey the benefits that Iowa has to offer someone for quality of life or employment? Yeah, so I think you uh, you just mentioned what I was going to say is uh, the quality of life here is uh, very good, right? So um, in Boston, you know, um, uh, things are expensive and uh, it is it is very expensive to have a good quality of life while in Iowa, uh, you can have a very good quality of life in a reasonable, uh, you know, salary. The other thing is like... Um, I don't know if this would be uh, considered a positive, but I tell if we are speaking to folks from uh, the East Coast, for example, that Iowa City really feels like an East Coast town. Uh, it has a lot happening. It has a lot of culture and activities, and um, it is a nice oasis, I think. <laughs> That's what you call it in Iowa, and, uh, you know, it's a fun place to be, and I don't necessarily see the corn every day driving to work, etc. So... Uh, you know, um, certainly, um, and, and I've been very impressed by the people that I have met here. Uh, they're extremely competitive. 
um, hardworking, intelligent, uh, and also just good uh, people to work with. You know, the soft skills here are uh, of people I think are very good too. Yeah, I think that that's something that it's hard to define those soft skills, but as an employer or as someone, and probably as a professor, you see that when you're visiting with students of, you know, cultivating that and coaching to that and really helping to drive organizations and startups forward in a quick way when you have that talent pool around you. And not only just the like technical skills, but like you mentioned, some of those soft skills as well. What do you think about um, Iowa's technological advancements? You guys are doing some awesome stuff. Um, you mentioned you have um, a, a employee that came from Rockwell Collins, which is also you know doing some cool, innovative things in Eastern Iowa. And I think there's so many of those other stories that carry across the state. But where do you see Iowa really not only just advancing but excelling? Yeah, so I think the two technology areas that I've been introduced to uh, in Iowa are healthcare and agri- ag- agricultural technologies. And, you know, we as uh, a startup are also targeting this. We actually have a collaboration currently with a startup in Iowa that's based out of Iowa State and since that are trying to sense uh, nitrates in soil. And basically the light sources, again, that we develop, the LEDs and lasers can be used for that nitrate sensing uh, for uh, determining soil health and, uh, you know, the uh, application of fertilizers effectively in fields. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, and because we are at Iowa Startup, we end up attending a lot of these events for startups. And really the two areas that I feel like we are really innovating uh, in Iowa are healthcare technologies and agricultural technologies. Uh, for us, you know, having the hospital right across the street or just very close by uh, is very helpful, and this hospital is very research-focused. Uh, so a lot of the physicians there themselves actually are passionate about commercializing some of the technologies or uh, treatments that they come up with, and they are open to partnerships with people like us. You know, I I can walk into a lab and run some experiments and demonstrate that. Uh, you know, and I've done that multiple times to uh, cancer uh, physicians or oncologists or neurologists that, you know, the, the lasers or LEDs we're developing are useful for uh, the diseases they're trying to treat. Uh, so that's been very helpful as well. I think that's such interesting and fascinating ways that you're approaching the, the technology and, and what you guys have developed. So can you just tell me a little bit more about, you mentioned in healthcare, these light sources, pardon my um, ignorance of this, but they can be used to actually treat um, instances in healthcare and like identify things in ag. What other possibilities are there with using this technology? I'm just interested. Yeah. So, I mean, the other possibilities that a big one uh, is environmental monitoring other than the healthcare and ag. So we actually have a company that's come uh, all the way. It's a large corporation, uh, multi-billion dollar revenue from a headquartered in Boston that's come to us to basically license our technology for carbon dioxide sensing. So as you know, carbon dioxide is, uh, you know, a bad gas in terms of uh, climate, uh, you know, change. Um, it, it, it is warming up the planet, uh, and there's been enough evidence and studies on that. So they, are, they would like to develop CO2 sensors, and they really see a market for that in various different areas for homes, uh, you know, in business uh, locations or offices, uh, in the, uh, you know, the exhaust 
uh, of industrial uh, you know facilities etc these co2 sensors uh, would be very useful and our light sources uh, uh, provide a solution that doesn't exist today in the market and uh, yeah so i mean and they really think that you know they can sell millions of these co2 sensors so it's it's a very exciting opportunity and collaboration for us and to me uh, as you've tried to highlight you know coming from east coast i really do recognize and i'm proud of the fact that you know this company all the way from boston came to iowa to basically license our technology and work with us so we must be doing something good. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. You mentioned that really no one else is doing this, right? Like this is yes. brand new ways to leverage um, kind of the findings of what you guys have identified as opportunities and taking it probably across the world. I'm assuming that um, your audience is more than just national, but global. Yes, that, for sure. When we are developing uh, IP, we are de- uh, considering, you know, in some certain situations applying for world, uh, you know, protection. Uh, so protection in a number of countries, for sure, because you're right, there is potential outside of the U.S. as well for our technology. That's awesome. I, I am proud that all of this stuff is happening within the state as a native Iowan. Um, what, what about you? What are you the most proud of when you look back at whether it's your career or, um, you know, advice you would give to someone who is just starting their career in technology? Um how would you help them navigate the next few years or chapters in their career? Yeah, I would say so. Uh, you know, the thing that I really live by is that it's good to embrace failure. And that's what I would advise young people as well, that a tech career path is quite rewarding. Uh, so it's important to stay persistent. There will be failures along the way, but just uh, that the, use those as le- learning opportunities and just keep going. And I think, uh, you know, um, there, there will be rewards that would follow as well. And what I'm most proud of while, uh, you know, since I've been in Iowa is uh, the fact that Firefly got selected by the Iowa Economic Development Authority uh, for uh, this highly competitive proof of commercial relevance grant uh, that would basically fund us to develop a prototype uh, for our LED elements for gas sensors. and. That funding has been very, um, you know, useful for us. And I was heavily involved in putting the grant application together. There were two phases. One, we had to go to Des Moines a couple of times to uh, basically defend our grant application. And I think winning the grant made us all very proud of our team at Firefly. And we saw other companies pitching their ideas, and uh, we realized how competitive the whole process was. So I think. We were really, really proud that we were able to get the POCR uh, funding from the state. Yeah, well, congratulations, by the way. I think that's super exciting. Um, But I definitely agree. If you've ever really dove into all of the different technology companies and um, just innovators in the state, it's really awesome to see. And I'm assuming you got to see that firsthand as you crafted your pitch and um, kind of went through that process because it is competitive. I I 100% agree. Yes. Yeah, it is for sure. Well, congratulations again um, on that. And I think you've done some amazing things with your company and as well as um, your partnership and and assistant professor um, at the University of Iowa. So I really appreciate you being on our podcast and we wish you much success. Thanks again. Thank you. The TAI Technically Iowa podcast is sponsored by the Iowa Economic Development Authority, or IEDA. 
Our state has the second lowest cost of doing business in the country. Let IEDA help you get started at iowaeda.com.